At the time that this podcast airs, we're getting ready for our February Wellness and Movement Challenge. This challenge will take place inside of the Goal Getters Group, which is our support and accountability group for all things health, wellness, and nutrition. The February Wellness and Movement Challenge begins on Thursday, February 1st, 2024, and is a 29-day, month-long challenge, all focused on health, wellness, and moving our bodies. Join in and focus on getting in 20 minutes of movement of some kind every day or 8,000 steps per day, and complete a wellness challenge of the day for each day of February. It's just simple and effective. It's only $9.99 per month to join the Goal Getters Group. That's $9.99 per month. Plus, you could try it out for free for one week with a free trial. If you want support and accountability as you work on your nutrition and movement goals, especially as we continue through 2024, join the February Wellness and Movement Challenge by heading to the link in the show notes to join the Goal Getters Group. If you're listening to this episode past the start of the challenge, feel free to check out the Goal Getters Group anyway, because we have challenges throughout the entire year that focus on mindfulness, nutrition, sleep, movement, and more. I hope to see you inside of the challenge. Welcome to the Your Life Nutrition Podcast. I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian nutritionist and mindful eating dietitian. Here on the podcast, we will be answering your questions all about nutrition and wellness while breaking down nutrition misinformation and giving you the truth that you can apply to your life. We will focus on changing your habits and your mindset to help you become a healthier version of yourself and a more mindful eater. Let's ditch the diets forever, find food freedom where you can eat pizza and ice cream all without the guilt, learn how to create balanced meals and snacks, and reach your health and nutrition goals. Let's do this. Hey, I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian nutritionist and mindful eating dietitian. And I'm Katie Tursek, and I am an alumna of the program. Alumna, alumni? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I always say it wrong. Anyways, no, you're good. and I am also a local TV reporter here in Cleveland. So if you hear references, it's because we're referring to my job. Maybe sometimes I don't always get that much sleep, all that good stuff. <laughs> so that's what we're talking about. Anyways, but we're happy to be here. Yeah, so excited. Well, if you guys tuned in to a couple episodes ago, um, Katie and I are converting our Instagram live chats that we did for about a year and a half, and now we are removing ourselves off of those regular Instagram chats. We are still active on the gram, but we are doing our chats now on the podcast, which I'm super excited about, and in today's episode, we are going to be talking all about body image. So Katie and I, if you guys tuned into our first episode together, um, we share more about our story, so we're just going to kind of expand more on our past with body image and just kind of how we approach things like that now. So mm-hmm. um, I'll kind of get started. So in, with my journey, I really fell victim into diet culture, and um, I was a swimmer and a runner, and back in high school, you know, being a swimmer, it's a very physique focused sport. You're in a swimsuit. And I just really felt like I needed to lose weight, even though I was just a average high school student. You know, I, I don't feel like I really ever had a weight problem, but, you know, starting to be super active in my sport, it did lead to some weight loss and more fat loss than anything as I was building more muscle. 
Um, but during that process of losing some weight, I was given a lot of compliments that really fueled the fire for me. And I think, um, I just said all that to say that sometimes we really have to be mindful about how we are commenting on people's weight or their body. Um, because really it's no one else's business, (laughs) what your body looks like. Um, and sometimes we can be, again, potentially fueling the fire for, in my case, I was struggling with anorexia. And so being complimented on my weight loss was actually encouraging me in that behavior that was not healthy. So, um, I just felt like I was always falling into the comparison trap at different points in my life. So again, when I was a swimmer in high school and then like kind of going into college and just comparing myself to other girls my age. Um, and I feel like a lot of people struggle with that again, at any point in your life, even more recently, I am 10 months postpartum. I just had my first baby and, uh, love her, Gianna. She's amazing, but your body goes through a huge transformation through pregnancy and gaining weight through that healthy weight gain, obviously, as you're preparing to, um, birth this child. And as this child is growing in you, but then after birth, like the weight doesn't just fall off the second you have the baby. You know, it's this, um, your skin has been stretched and your body has changed and physically you have to like work back into getting into a good workout routine again. Like all of those things are so different. And so, you know, I'm at this point now where I'm able to appreciate my body for all that it's capable of, especially all the changes that I went through over those last two years with being pregnant postpartum. Um, and my body went through so much and I had to learn to be patient with where I was at, you know, and I had to learn to respect my body, um, and respect the fact that I may never look the same way that I did when I was in my early Mm twenties. So huge, just, you know, (laughs) huge journey over the last 10 years and my body image, um, especially in, especially in the last 15 years from when my eating disorder really first began. Um, thankfully I'm recovered from that now, but I think body image is definitely something that can still ebb and flow issues with that can still arise. Um, and so, yeah, Katie, can you tell us a little bit more about your pass with that. Yeah, definitely. So body image is always something that I think I have struggled with for years and years. When, you know, you think back at when does this start? Does it start from an early age? Does this something you pick up in high school or mm-hmm. college because of your friends or, you know, maybe something you see. But um I think for me, everything really started specifically from when I had an eating disorder in college. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it just kind of became like I was so hard on myself. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times, like, we in a society are so hard on ourselves. Like, we are like, oh, this isn't good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not this enough. Mm -hmm. When in reverse, we should really be flipping it and saying, no, we are. And it doesn't matter what weight we are. It doesn't matter what height we are. You know, it just it doesn't matter. But I think for me... The biggest thing when it comes to body image is just really trying to decipher like, okay, I I am what I am. Um, this is a normal body. I am okay. I am all right. I am beautiful. I, you know, I mean, like all these words of affirmations. Yeah. Um, but I think really what I struggled with was believing it. Mm. I think if we don't 
actually believe it ourselves mm-hmm. and, and take the time to get to the bottom of our self-love and, and self-confidence and and just appreciation for this human body, yeah. then uh, we're, we're going to be deep in a hole yeah. that is really scary and, and hard to get out of. Absolutely. Can you tell us about like how you used to view your body when you were really struggling? Ugly. <laughs> yeah. Girl, I feel yeah. you. I felt the same. Right. I just regardless of what everyone else felt. Like absolutely. body image is so personal I mean, and like how you right. personally view yourself. I mean, like, you know, Channing Tatum could come up to me and be like, Wow, you look great. And like <laughs> I mean, like, sure, like things Channing Tatum, but like also right. um like it doesn't matter. And I think mm-hmm. one thing that I really um would would kind of separate as it's like, you know, you are so concerned about this specific image. That's what I was concerned about. Mm-hmm. This, this certain weight, this certain look, yeah. this certain thing that, uh, anybody could come up to me and be like, you're beautiful. And yeah. I wouldn't believe them. Yeah. And that's what I really think my mind flipped and changed because, and I'm still doing it mm-hmm. to this day. Um, and realizing like, I, you know, it's not about what people are saying. It comes down to what I'm saying about myself. Yeah. Well, you were letting your poor body image define your happiness. Yeah. And I was the same way. Right. You know, like I just really, even though I got down to a smaller size through my eating disorder, I still was dissatisfied. So we're going to hit on that more in a little bit. But thank you so much for sharing just like kind of what you've been through. Um. So we, we wanted to just share this because again, like, you know, we feel, we both feel so passionate about sharing more about disordered eating, eating disorders, poor body image, um, and food freedom, because we truly feel that there's so many people who are silently suffering and may feel that they're very alone in this. And we just want to give you hope that you can change your mindset, change your life and, um, you know, find food freedom, find a better relationship with food and find a better relationship with your body. And a lot of it does take mindset work and it takes, um, reframing those thoughts. And so we wanted to try and provide some tips for you today about how to actually improve your body image. So really number one is if you feel like you absolutely, um, hate your body right now, or you hate where you're at, I want you number one, to examine your expectations. So again, you know, you may be like, wow, that sounds great to like be loving where you're at and loving your body. That's just like not where I'm at and that's okay. So asking yourself to love your body may be too much right now, but maybe you adjust the goal of loving your body to just liking it, or maybe even just feeling neutral about your body or even just tolerating it. Both are better than hating your body constantly, right? So try to look at it as like a continuum of being kind and respecting your body, right? So our bodies are the vessels we live in and they allow us to do so much in this world. So Again, if you feel like you're just at a very poor body image point in your life right now, just continue to working at taking like small baby steps towards just really loving and appreciating your body, just taking it one day at a time. Um, so number two, the second tip really is thinking about what else can you attribute to your body aside from aesthetics? 
our society, our culture is so focused on aesthetics, how we look. Again, it goes back to, um, you know, marketing and how we're just bombarded with advertisements and our social media and different things that make us think, oh, we need to buy this cream or we need to buy these clothes or we need to buy this workout subscription or whatever, or this gym membership to look the part or to look a certain way. And Um, It could just get us so focused on those aesthetics. And it's not bad to have aesthetic goals. It's not bad to want to change or improve your health, but it's when that's defining our happiness and when we're just like completely missing the point of the fact that our body is a living and breathing being and it really can do so much for us. So again, maybe your legs let you exercise and finish a workout strong. Maybe you contribute like your lungs to helping you breathe and your feet Uh, help you stay balanced and help you walk or go for a run. And while these things may seem like super insignificant, they're all a part of what your body does for you. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) Those are great tips. Uh, For sure. For sure. So um, the third one, which can really be a gut punch, honestly, is challenging the context. Again, thinking about those expectations of like, what are you comparing your body to? Again, a lot of us, especially speaking of women, and, and men can struggle with body image too, for sure. Um, because again, we are bombarded with a lot of media and social media that maybe show us a thin-framed woman mm-hmm. or a built guy who's, you know, trim. And that may not be attainable for many people. But we can focus on that being like that body perfection. And again, is this coming from TV or social media or your coworkers or friends, people that you're really surrounded by either, you know, virtually or, you know, in person and just like, think about like, what are you trying to measure up to and who set the bar that way? Who said you have to look a certain way? Mm -hmm. Who said that you have to, you know, be that size or fit into those clothes? Um, you know, we all come in different shapes and sizes, just like dogs. And just like my shoe size is different than Katie's shoe size. Like we are not meant to all fit in the same shoes and we're not all meant to be in the exact same bodies. And so just like our weight, a large proportion of our body makeup is genetically determined and is beyond our control. And Again, just let yourself be exposed to different body shapes and sizes. So again, if you look at your social media or if you look at what TV shows you watch and most people are in those, you know, in your mind, those perfect bodies, Mm -hmm. think about maybe expanding what kinds of media you expose yourself to. Because again, if we're constantly surrounded by things that are making us feel judgmental about our bodies, it's not going to help us improve that relationship with our body. And um, yeah, Yeah. again, it's not bad to have the desire to lose weight or improve your body shape or size, especially for health reasons, but it's when it becomes like- Mental. Yeah. When it just becomes too much of a focus. I agree. And like it can be, it can become a problem with vanity too. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a sin a lot of people struggle with, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think one thing, too, is when you think about, um, you had a point I was going to say, um, it's, 
it's difficult to because I think we just we overthink it and we have mm-hmm. so much like distractions around us and stuff like that. And I think one thing when I look at social media, like mm. when I look at social media, I'm like I out of sight, out of mind. You know, this is a lesson where I learned fortunately at a young enough age, and it's like. I mute something like if yeah. it's something where you know I mute it I don't follow it like and, yeah. and I'm not right so you know, you're kind of getting to the point just to like clarify some terminology for people you can so say someone or an account is triggering for you but mm-hmm. you don't want to unfollow them right you can mute their content meaning that it's not going to come up on your feed so it doesn't mean that you have to unfriend them or unfollow them but you're muting their content so they would never know that you're doing that but you're doing that maybe for your own like personal or mental health reasons right so yeah. just we just wanted to clarify that for anyone who maybe didn't know that you can actually do that mm-hmm. yeah exactly so I think that's when it comes to social media and that whole saying is is that is yeah. I really think a lot of the times like you got to look at things and say like you know what it's not that I'm being a mean person or bad person and I think this also comes from confidence it comes from low self-esteem mm-hmm. not having enough body image uh you know confidence or things like that but eventually like I got to a point where I said okay you know what this is what works for me whether it's you know dying down on certain things on social media mm-hmm. whether it's uh, not, you know, surrounding myself with, with this type of, mm-hmm. you know, X, Y, and Z. So I think you just have to say like, what works for you? Yeah. Absolutely. What works for your mental capacity? And mm-hmm. then also understanding that like you are human and that it's okay to have these thoughts and, and know that like, it's normal to think yeah. something. <laughs> it is absolutely normal. It's so normal to like, think. Like we just live, uh, humans are just, we do compare ourselves to other people. Right. That's just, because yeah. we're all made differently. We are very interested in the way other people yeah. live and are. And, but it's when we take that too much to heart where it impacts us negatively. For sure. And so two points kind of on the social media um, aspect that we've been talking about is one, I did mention that you could choose not to unfollow someone but mute their content but if you feel so compelled to um that they're really not enriching your life you can unfollow them you know there's no you know there should be no shame or guilt about that Mm -hmm. as again you have to be the the content that you are exposed to and absorb affects you whether you think it or not so again you know you have to be aware of that i also on that social media um train as well is that you have to know maybe when you're most vulnerable to absorbing those that content and how it's affecting you. For instance, yeah, I point. I have chosen to only go on social media at night specifically if it's to answer a DM or if it is to um, you know respond back to a comment or something like that, and then I'm getting off because at night I find that. I am most vulnerable to being affected negatively. I am, I am most vulnerable to be, you know, sitting in like, Oh, look at what they're doing. Oh, look at what (laughs) vacation they're on. Oh, look at, um, so-and-so she looks awesome. And I, I think it's just mostly because I'm most vulnerable at night because that's the time that I'm most relaxed and have time to think about that content. And then I don't want to be thinking about that going to bed. 
I don't. You, you know, know? What? I agree with you. I, I think, and I, it's hard. It's yeah. hard to stay off. Yeah. And uh, for those of you who follow me, at, yeah. And I think for those of you who do follow me on social media, I have been taking a social media break on Sundays. I've been doing that for about a month now. And that has been just a really great, um, you know, break from me every Sunday since I am using social media mostly for like work purposes. Um, but even like I said, setting those boundaries, I think it's just more of a frame of mind of setting boundaries to, you know, are you consuming a lot of content and comparing yourself? You know, okay, take a step back. It doesn't mean you have to remove yourself off social media and delete all your apps, but, you know, t- taking a step back and saying, okay, this is where my boundary is going to be. Like, I'm not going to spend time scrolling at night because it's mm-hmm. not good for my mental health. Right. So that's kind of like, again, it, it could be hard because social media sucks you in. But for me, that's really helped with the comparison trap. So, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely, that's a good point. I think too, I subconsciously, like I was saying, you know, you, over the months and years of, of gaining back, you know, strength within your body image, I think mm-hmm. too, it's a feeling like yeah. when I feel myself on social media, when I feel myself, I know we've been talking about social media a lot, but mm-hmm. it's like when I feel myself feeling vulnerable and weak and not like in a place of confidence or not in a place of like, you know, I mean, it's, it's literally mentally, physically, emotionally impossible to feel mm-hmm. like confident and spectacular every single, every single day. Yeah. <laughs> so when I feel myself getting to that point, I ask myself, why? And when I ask myself why, there is a purpose, there is intention, there is a reason, and then let's get to the bottom of it and Mm -hmm. let's work ourselves back up. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, like, you know, I, you know, if if you've listened to me in previous uh, conversations with Brittany, whether it's on social media or here on the podcast, I, I, I do go to therapy and- one thing that I've worked on really is, is working through that, like working yeah. through those steps and, and trying to get to like that. Why that root cause? Yeah. yeah because again, it, it doesn't mean social. I'm not trying to say social media is bad. Like oh, we yeah, both love social not. media Absolutely. for different reasons. <laughs> and yeah. of course, like there's going to be people in your life that you look up to for their beauty or their yeah, aesthetics or Completely just what normal. they're good at. Yeah, exactly. Yep. yep. But again, it's, why am I feeling negative or why am I comparing myself and what could I do to make this more of a positive experience? And so I love that you've been working on that in therapy and Mm -hmm. it's a really good, um, good thought for people here listening today. But one of the last things that I wanted to leave you with is really looking at the big picture when it comes to body image. And again, if you feel like, okay, every time that I look at these pictures from this weekend that I was hanging out with my friends or, oh, I'm looking at these pictures of myself when I'm on a vacation. Oh, I can't stand myself. Or maybe I'm even avoiding taking pictures with people because I don't want to look at myself. Yeah. You know, we've all been there. <laughs> I know sure. I talked on, I know, all I know my I, friends and I, yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. It's just the thing we do. Yeah. <laughs> I talked on, on one of the previous podcasts about one of the reasons I, you know, really struggled with my body image in the past was looking at pictures that we had taken on a family Disney vacation. And I just like could not believe how I looked. I I just couldn't get over it. And I was dwelling so much on how I looked and, oh my gosh, did I I really wear that that day? Oh my gosh, what were people thinking? And Uh, really, if you take back, take it back a step and you say, what did I experience today with those people? Oh my gosh, I had such a great time. And when I think back to my family vacation, I had a blast. 
And again, you may not love the way you look in a picture, but guess what? The, uh, you know, you work in TV, right? Don't they say that the camera adds 10 pounds? Like they say that. I know I'm I'm, I'm, all joking aside, all joking aside though, you know, angles, lighting, uh, you know, again, even, even what you're wearing or who you're standing next to, everything can impact, you know, and you can turn just slightly. The person taking the picture could have used a different angle and you could have looked completely different. So again, you know, it's all about those angles they say. Yeah. (laughs) But for real, I think it's just so important to look at the big picture. So again, if you're getting caught up in the fact that you don't want to be photographed or you don't like the way you look in certain pictures and, you know, think about how that's affecting people. Like I've had clients before who they're like, oh yeah, my kids know I never want to be in pictures. And it's like, but don't you want those pictures? You're missing out. Right. You're missing out. And what is that speaking to your kids? You know, what is that speaking to your friends? If you like never want to be in a picture, like pictures are meant to capture those memories. And so again, if you're only focuses on your body image and how you looked in your aesthetics or whatever, you are missing out on reflecting on how great those memories were, how much fun you had, or even something that I really like for my clients, you know, cause again, we, we can all fall into a struggle when it comes to looking at a picture or whatever, and maybe not loving the way we looked. But what I challenge you to think about is, you know, can you reflect on how maybe your relationship with food has changed or how you're progressing with your goals? Um, you know, just different health parameters that you know, hey, I'm making progress. Even though I may not love the way I looked in this one picture, I know that even compared to a few months ago or a few years ago, I'm so much further ahead in my mental health, my physical health, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and again, just really, if you're finding yourself just in a position right now, where you feel like you hate your body today or tomorrow, remind yourself that one day maybe that you could be more neutral about it or willing to like it and tolerate it. So just keep that door open to feeling different about it. And again, think about how you're reflecting on those memories and those experiences, especially if you're always looking at those things from a negative point of view because you're only focusing on how you looked that day. So in conclusion, I know we left you guys with a lot of different um, tips to improve your body image today, but in reality, I know Katie and I talked about on our last episode together, one of the best ways to work on a positive body image and just work on your relationship with food is through journaling. And so I really want to encourage you to work on positive body affirmations. Um, and journaling these out and even repeating these these to yourself in the mirror. So a positive body affirmation could be like, wow, I love my smile or mm-hmm. my teeth look great or I am beautiful, you know, or I love my hair. It could really be anything like something that you can find that you do like about yourself and just repeating that repeating it again through writing, repeating it by saying it to yourself in the mirror, because what we repeat to ourselves becomes a reality and we start to believe it over time. For sure. Can I share something? Absolutely. Please. I I do journaling and I do a different couple different types of journaling. And one thing that I often find very helpful specifically with this topic is like, you know what? There's a lot of like, you know, negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. So you want your negative thoughts out, good thoughts in. Mm. And when I do journals about this or journals about like any negative thoughts that maybe I have, I write those all down like in a mosh posh, right? Okay. Just like throw them on the page, right? And That's like a I, brain dump. Yes. yes. Oh, complete brain dump. Yep. I've done that, right? They're there. And they're there mm-hmm. for me to look back purposely, mm. to know how I felt in that moment, right? Yeah. And that way, it's permanent. 
Yep. It's permanent. And then it's flip the page and write down all the good. Yeah. And 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 I say this because you're going to look back in years. And yep. I do it to this day. I look back in years and I say, oh my gosh. Remember where I Remember used to be. Remember where I used to be. And you can really identify yeah. so much progress that you've made just amazing. by reading that. Oh, that's it, so good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really great tip. And so just a reminder that like positive body image really has to come from within. Again, like Katie and I have said before, some people may say, oh, you look so beautiful or you look awesome or whatever. You may not even believe that. You have to believe it for yourself. You have mm-hmm. to find ways to improve your body image yourself because no one can instill that in you. Right. Only you can change that. You have to love yourself where you're at. Otherwise, you're always going to find things that you're not happy, happy with even after losing weight. Because I will tell you, I've had clients who have lost 50, 100 pounds or more than 100 pounds, and they still can struggle with looking in the mirror and seeing themselves differently than where they started. And so I think it's just a reminder that like we're always going to find things to nitpick on about ourselves. And so you really do have to love yourself at every point of the journey. Otherwise you're never going to be truly happy. So focus on body appreciation. And so we really want to challenge you today to think about like, what things can you appreciate about your body today? And I think, um, one thing that I can say is we're in the March movement challenge right now inside the goal getters group and which has been super fun every day. There's been different exercises that, um, our personal trainer, Sam has been trying to get us to do. And the one from yesterday was doing squats with weights and I have not done that many reps with weights for squats before, or recently, I will say, and I'm still burning in such a good way. (laughs) And I'm just like, wow, like my legs are so strong. And sure, I used to be able to squat a ton more when I was like a competitive athlete, but I'm proud of where I am right now. And I just am trying to honor that and respect that and appreciate that. Yeah. How about you, Katie? Anything that you can think of? Yeah. You know what? I would say legs, right? Because I'm, I'm a runner. I'm not like a, and a marathon runner by any means. So don't, (laughs) (laughs) I take my time and I, uh, I do it every couple times a week. Um, but I was just thinking yesterday, I was like, I'm so grateful for legs, right? Mm. Because, um, without them, like, I feel like I would go crazy because I wouldn't be able to go on my runs. And I think, you know, we, I get personally so caught up in like, well, I didn't run seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't, you know, it's okay. Like, just get out there once or twice. Get out yeah. there three times. Like, yeah. you're moving your body. You're grateful that you're able to have those legs to move the body. Mm-hmm. And that's what matters. For sure. And um, one other thing that I just thought of today is the power of a smile. The power of a smile can go such a long way, and I just reflect on that. We had some cousin time today with my daughter and her little cousins, who are all babies right now, and they were smiling at each other, and I was smiling at them too, (laughs) and it was just so sweet, and I think, again, it can be as simple as, you know, if you're working on your body image and as simple as appreciating that you can smile at someone because that is nonverbal communication and just a way to help bring joy and positivity to other people's lives. So again, body image may not be necessarily looking at your waistline or your legs, your arms or different parts about you that maybe you aren't super satisfied with at this time, but you can also look at other aspects like your teeth or your mouth or your smile, your eyes, things like that, that are um, maybe on a smaller scale and easier to start appreciating. So 
that's what we have for you today. And Katie, where can people go find and follow you? Yes. Okay. So you can follow me on Instagram. It's just Katie Tersek, K-A-T-I-E-T-E-R-C-E-K. And then I have a news page on Facebook. You can find me there as well. And Twitter. Perfect. We will link that up in the show notes. And we hope that you found this information to be helpful. Just as a reminder that Katie and I will together release a new podcast episode every other week. And we'll talk to you on the next episode. Do you struggle with figuring out what foods to eat and how to meal plan? Maybe it's stress or emotional eating, not feeling comfortable in your clothes, feeling overwhelmed with weight gain, or maybe you need to lower your blood pressure, blood sugar, or cholesterol. If you answered yes to any of those questions, I would love to help you. To learn more about working with me, either one-on-one or to join our private accountability group called the Goal Gutters Group, head to my website, www.yourlifenutrition.org. If you want to have a free discovery call to see if we'd be a good fit to work together, fill out the coaching application and I will contact you to set up our call and we can see which option would work best for you. On the Your Life Nutrition website, you will also find recipes, testimonials, and other blog posts that you might find helpful on your journey. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want to follow along with more things Your Life Nutrition, you could check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Your Life Nutrition, where I love to post daily inspiration to help you become a healthier version of yourself.